Hey, it's Crystal. Hey, this is Anne. Welcome to our podcast, Privileged Dating. This is episode three. How are you today? I'm hanging in there. How about you, Anne? I'm doing good. It is a cold, windy day here in the nation's capital. It feels like 20 degrees outside. That is really, really cold. I'm glad we're inside and not outside. I'm with you 100%. I think my kids might be skiing today, actually. Okay, so that's fun for them. <laughs> Thank God I'm not skiing. <laughs> it's way too cold. I am happy to be inside. So what are you up to today? I spent this morning in a food pantry with a friend, which was really fun. Awesome. And then I of coached you did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and then I coached my daughter in basketball, which was really fun. We lost. So I was bummed about that, but it was That's a really okay. fun game. Um, and I got this text message that I just have to tell you about. Awesome. I want to hear. Except it's not awesome. <laughs> and I have to admit that it's a text. So this is someone I was talking to online enough to give my personal phone number to, which you don't do. Whoa. So I want to talk about the later. No, I've got to <laughs> tell you about this text. We have to talk about creating a separate phone number for online dating. We will get there. But first, okay. can I tell you about this text? Of course. I have been chatting back and forth with someone. How long? Um... A week? A couple? A week. Okay. Maybe. That's not that long. Well, it's funny you ask how long and I don't know the answer because today I got a message from him saying, good morning, Crystal. Happy one week anniversary. Oh, okay. How come you're not offended by that? What's wrong with that? Why are we celebrating a week anniversary? I've never met him. I mean, it's a week of you guys communicating and that's cute. Is it? Yeah. I was so turned off by it. What? Maybe it's what just about that makes you angry or turns you off. Well, I guess. Oh, maybe. I don't <laughs> want to go into this. I had been getting enough from this guy that I just wasn't feeling it. Like, I feel like he's been too attentive and too clingy and too messagey. Wait, wait. Too attentive? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Did I just open up a can of worms and oh now you're going to spill me? I love attention from men. Maybe I just don't like attention from this man. Maybe. I mean, that's totally valid. But if you don't like him, then just tell him you're not interested. Okay. Well, I think I'm close to that. Okay. But you don't like men who pay a lot of attention to you? I think there must be something wrong with them. Like, don't they have better things to be doing? Because I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mistook this podcast for my therapy. <laughs> Should we just start over or no, do we yeah, need to get into this? Fascinating. And you also are the psychology major. So <laughs> tell me what's wrong with me, Doc. <laughs> I need to hear more. Um, where to begin? So you like a guy who's distant. No, but that's what I've become accustomed to. Okay. And as long as you recognize that, that's healthy. So what helpful. I hear you telling me is I should want someone who wants to talk to me. Of course. <laughs> of course. And don't you want to spend time with the man that you're going to be in a relationship with? Immensely. And yet, I feel like I'm talking to a couple people right now, not just one who, like, his messages annoy me rather than excite me. Okay, then that means you don't like them. Yeah. But how can you know you don't like someone when you haven't met someone? You don't. That's why you have to meet them. Okay. There's a lot about a person that you could gather from their body language, the, the energy that they emit, their pheromones. The oh, smell. the pheromones. No, I'm serious. You can't, you cannot judge a person based on their text messages or their profile. That's ridiculous. Okay. So I should have written back, happy one week, where are my flowers? <laughs> 
No, you just need to, you, you need to get these people in person as quickly as possible. Get off of texting, meet them. That is a really good segue because I do have a date tonight with someone I haven't met yet. Okay. Wait, are we done with the story? Is this all you wanted to tell me about your texting? Well, now I'm second guessing all of those. <laughs> text tell messages tell back me. And forth. I, I'm not going to judge you. Go ahead and tell me what happened. This is a, a man who also regularly says, send me pictures, please. And I just say no. I, I've sent like one or two. I, say, I don't feel comfortable sending pictures of myself. I don't. It's not that I don't trust you, but I don't, I, I don't like the idea of not having control over where my pictures are going to end up. And as an attorney, it's important to me to have privacy in these matters. So I just don't send pictures. I'm sorry. I love that. And I think I'm going to take a page out of your book. I, he asked me the other day, what was for breakfast? And I said, oh, I haven't had breakfast yet. Cause every morning when I'm at work, I have a protein shake. So I was like, I've been so busy. I haven't even gotten to my protein shake. And he had said pics, so I took a picture of my protein shake <laughs> sitting on my desk. The protein shake. And then what did he say? I was hoping you would be in the picture with the protein shake. Okay. And so then I sent a picture of me just giving a thumbs up. Okay, so you caved. I, but I was okay to send a picture then. But today he said, send a pic. And I was at a food shelter. I'm not going to stop getting food for other people to send somebody a picture okay. to show them that I look cute today. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm very forthright and f direct about the fact that I don't want to send a pic. If the guy continues to push, which one guy I was talking to was incredibly pushy about pics. Yes. I stopped communicating with him. I respect that. And I also understand the request for it. They're like, where are you? And what are you doing? Cause some of it is, I told you about the date with somebody who had put on 20 pounds since all of his pictures online. Okay, but you can meet them and figure that out. So I need to meet them sooner yes. or I need to video chat sooner. Yeah, you can do that too. Okay. So clearly I need to change what I'm doing. He did today, this same gentleman who apparently I've been texting for one week, um, asked for pics and I said, I've been busy and I'm not sure how to put it, but I'm feeling like I need a little space. And he said, I genuinely respect that and hasn't texted since. Okay. But is that what and you I want? Being a bitch? Mm, I mean, is that really what you want? Do you want the guy to go away? I kind of feel like I want this guy to go away. You kind of feel like that because... I felt like you're, that before you and gonna... I had the conversation and you said you don't really know over text. And I think you're right about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I have been surprised in both directions. I've been like surprised that the guy was like way cooler than I expected when I met him. And I had been surprised by how really unappealing he was when I met him. <laughs> so you have to just get to get to the in-person date. And when we get to that in-person date, where is it? And what kind of date is it? And... <laughs> I have had dates all over the board. Like I've had dates at really super fancy places and they have lasted for like five hours. A first date? Yes. I would die. Why? I want my short date, my first dates to be short. I want them to be like me, short and sweet. <laughs> they need to be in and out, a chance to meet you, a very clear exit plan. If it lasts more than 25 minutes, I am what? super stressed. I can, I can 25 shift. minutes. I want to set the, I want to set the expectation that it's going to be, we're going out for a drink. We're getting tea. We're getting coffee. We're getting ice cream. We're getting a beer. And then a I'm 25 done. minute day for me would be a failure. That, that meant that I, number one, clearly didn't like the guy. Number two, I left and I told him, I'm sorry. I just wanted to have this one drink. I'm leaving. Okay. So which one is it, Anne? Do I meet people right away and yes. I'm stuck with them for hours or can I do a quick first date? You can and, do either. What, whatever your style of dating is, is totally acceptable, but get to it first. Like get to it quickly. Get to the in-person date quickly. But that's interesting that your dates are so short. 
I want to like meet someone in person. I feel like the a few first dates I've gone on, I've known in the first three minutes that we are just going to be friends or there's no chemistry. How do you know so quickly? I just trust my gut. Okay. Is that weird? No, I, I, I need to talk to the guy for, I don't know, like a solid 20 minutes. Unless the guy really just sucks and I just know. Like Maybe I see I've just him been going on dates with people who suck. <laughs> and I see him and I'm like, oh my God, so unappealing. Like I want to get out of here as quickly as possible. I've had a few of those. Okay. I've had one or two of those, but not really. I've had the majority of my dates have been really, really good, really, really fun. Just people I want to be friends with. People that I don't want to go on a second date with. People who I'd like to so, hang out with. So tell me about that because I actually have kind of developed a relationship with this one guy that I've been dating. Okay. Who I like, who I think is incredibly smart and fun and we always have a good time together. But. But. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was coming. But. And it's been a while. Like it's been several months. I do not see myself with him like, and he, it's not, not going to be my man but it's not because you're not attractive to him it's not because you don't have fun yeah it's just something about it is something about him like like these he's not matters. in it for the long haul he is in it for the long haul you're not i'm i don't i, I don't feel it with him and he's not going to be the guy i end up with i just know i know it does he know that you know i you know we started talking about like where this relationship is going i love how forthright you are you, you gotta be forward with people yeah yeah why not What's the harm? Right. Because I have always cared so much about other people's feelings that I don't honor my own. It's not like I don't care about other people's feelings. I know. I'm, I'm being forward and direct because. You I'm care about being, their feelings. Yes. Because I think that that's the right thing to do. Uh, I admire and you. I think that that's actually the better way to talk to men is by being direct and honest and not dancing around the issue. Anyway. So um, I guess my question is, can you make a friend out of an online date. Can you can you be friends with a guy that you meet online? I have been friends with a lot of ex-boyfriends, but never That's with, different. Right. Never <laughs> with someone who you just dated. I just met randomly online. But yeah. some of the people that I dated before the online dating days, I was still friends with. But just the online aspect, I don't know what that is. Well, you know what it is? Is there's no natural connection to him and you like you guys don't have any overlap in your lives if he decided one day to stop calling you or you decided to stop you wouldn't his phone you wouldn't run into no, each other you would never see each other it would be like you never met but that's interesting there's because no, there's no stakes in it i think i told you i met my ex-husband online and the reason i met him online is when i went to online dating this was okay cuban back in 2008 mm -hmm. um I was dating eight different guys that I met in person, <laughs> one at the eye doctor, two or three out at bars, one at bowling, like random places that I met people. Yeah. And I realized we had nothing in common other than being in the same place at the same time. Okay. Whereas when I went online, what I put on my profile was I am looking to find a church home. Yeah. And so was he or purportedly. And, yeah. and we ended up going on a couple dates and then looking for churches together. And we joined the same church that you and I were in a Bible study through Yep. on within the first two or three months of us dating. Oh, which is weird, but really worked and was what I wanted. And that's actually amazing because then you guys start to form friendships and relationships with other people. Yes. And you grow that network. And so you're not, you're no longer these two random people in two separate places who have completely divorced separate lives. Funny you use the word divorce. Sorry. I, 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 now. As soon as I said it, I said it. Choice of word, but you know what I mean. The like, difference is, I left our divorce with all the friends, so there's that. That's not surprising. 
also true. Okay, that was that was bad. I take that back. <laughs> that's okay. But um, that's interesting when you were talking about like your lives growing together. I haven't had that in my online dating experience over the past year and a half. And I wonder, is that no. COVID? No, I think that that's, well, you have to be invested in the relationship and know that you're going to want to date this person. You both have to. And I think it's also different because we're moms now. So I'm not trying yeah. to invite someone as part of my life because my life with my friends and my colleagues includes my kids. Great point. Great point. Yeah. And you can't invite your kids into this relationship until you know that it's serious. Right. So it's hard to merge your lives. I really appreciate that. And I think that makes a big difference in what I'm seeing. So right. once I find someone that I like, that I want to date for the long term, I want to start integrating them into my lives and friendships without including them with my kids. Well, and he needs to as well. And I need Obviously. to make sure he actually has friends because I think that's something that's really important because some of the guys Is I'm it? talking to, I worry that like all that they have they, no friends. Yes. Or all their energy is going to be on that? the relationship. I, it means a lot to me. Is it? Yes. So I dated a guy a few months ago who had zero friends. Ugh. Like hugely successful. Isn't that a red flag? Incredibly kind and awesome person otherwise, but just placed no value on friendships. Like the kind of friendships that you and I think about as being friends. Yes. He called everybody his friend, but nobody was really his, like in his life. That because seems so lonely. But that's how you and I are. But for him, and I think for a lot of men too, right? Like he just, he had, I asked him, who is important to you in your life? Yes. And because we had been dating for like three weeks at that point, which is a lot for online dating. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, a lot in my life too. And he said, my kids. Which is the right answer. And occasionally maybe my parents and my siblings. Wow. And that was it. And I was like, you don't, do you, I was like, do you have any friends that you hang out with? Or do you have like a bestie or anybody else that you care about? He's like, not really. No, I don't have time for that. Wow. Yeah. But and I didn't hold that against him. I would have hold, held that against him. Why? Why does it matter? I think the ability to have and maintain friends shows that you care about things beyond yourself. And I think we've talked about this. Well, he so, clearly cares about his kids. Right. And it sounds like he so cares he about his capacity. Yeah. He has a capacity to do so. So why does it matter if he has friends or doesn't? I, friendships are so important to me. To you. And I have friends who I've known since I was two years old. Right. That I still talk to every week. Right. And, and if I, your life concierge, I, my life concierge who does all the things. Um, I, I don't think, do you think it makes them a, a, a not a good person if they don't have friends? No. If they don't value friends? If they, if they don't value friends, yes. Why? Sorry. <laughs> it doesn't make them a bad person. It makes them a bad person for me. Okay. Because I don't think I could be with someone who doesn't love people like I love people hmm. and who doesn't make the connections and care enough about other people. Like there are people who my even though they live hundreds of miles away, my yeah. life would be sadder every week for not having their phone calls or text messages, the inside jokes, the back and forth. Yeah. It's a different lens on life for sure. And his life is a lot narrower than yours. Yeah. But I don't, I didn't look down on him or hold it against him or think that he was lesser than. And I don't think I'm saying he's lesser than. I just don't think that I would be able to relate well with somebody like that. But I also wonder if yeah. I'm narrowing down what I'm looking for to have someone who values all the same things that I do. And I wouldn't want to date somebody who has my same personality. So maybe I need to question some of my assumptions. 
But if, if somebody, if a dude doesn't have like a good friend, like who's going to be your best man at our wedding? Who's going to be the person that you complain to when my cooking pisses you off? Cause it's not good. I mean, who, who's <laughs> going to be your outlet? I don't want to be your only person. I want to be your most important person, but I want you yeah. to go on guys trips. I'm, I want a man who has other men he can talk to. Hopefully other men who are in good, stable relationships who can give good advice. Yeah. I mean, a lot of men are very internal, you know, they internalize their feelings. Mm -hmm. So I would think that with this guy that I'm talking about, I would, I, I would expect that he, if he had problems, he probably just didn't talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm finding dating guys who have been divorced and are open about being in therapy, really therapeutic for me. Like somebody who can talk about their feelings in their relationships and has a context for saying, this triggered me or this reminded me of my relationship with my ex or mm-hmm. this came up in my conversation with my child and let me talk to you about it. Like I, I've really been impressed by the capacity of men that I've met online to analyze their life and their response to it. It has been interesting to ask people, why did your marriage fail? What, yeah, what, you know, and, and, yeah. and that just that one question is so illuminating because some men will have these like very well thought out deep responses and they'll talk about like accountability and how they, t- they see their flaws and what they did wrong in the marriage. Yes. Other men, not so much. I was talking to a guy or a guy was pursuing me and he described what happened in his marriage. And he said, well, we kind of just grew apart and I like to go out to bars still and she liked to stay home. And <laughs> I remember thinking, okay, this is a complete non-starter. Like, I don't want to be the woman that you abandoned because you want to go out to a bar. bar yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, that is actually, so here's one of the things that I found interesting. And when I talk to my friend or like my sister who is still mm-hmm. married, who will always be married, but when I talk to people who are married, <laughs> which I love, <laughs> when I talk to people who are married, they are fascinated by my dating life. Of course they are. What's because, not to love? Because it's something that is just so different. Right. And it's a whole other world that they have no insight into. I think that's one of the reasons I'm excited about this podcast, because I have a lot of friends who during the pandemic, marriage is hard. Marriage I know hard. marriage is hard. Yes. And I have friends who have stayed married during yes. the pandemic. I'd love to say happily married, but some of them, it's hard. I mean, we've yeah. been stuck inside and homeschooling our kids yeah. and kind of in the same four walls with somebody who sometimes you need a break from. And some of my friends who are still married have not had a break from their kids since the pandemic started. Whereas oh. I get to hand off the kids every two days. <laughs> and so I was thinking part of this podcast can like show people that the grass is not always greater because some of this <laughs> kind of sucks. It, it's hard. Even it's, though we're having fun. We're having a lot of talking about it. Fun. <laughs> but, but it is, it sometimes is the full-time job. So I guess it when is. I'm not parenting my kids, I am dating. coming to you getting some <laughs> advice on, on how do I start dating. So do we want to, keep talking about a good place for a first date or can I talk to you about the date I have today oh tell me about the date well I think I mentioned to you that um we had tentatively set it up for today but then I didn't know what we were doing yes and so I reached out and you said I shouldn't have done that yeah so one of the things that we are very different about is (laughs) how we pursue the relationship like the manner in which we communicate with and you want to be pursued I want to be pursued and I want to be in charge (laughs) because i'm masculine (laughs) or because i'm scared of being hurt i don't know so i mentioned this on the last episode yes first of all i let the guy choose me online right yes i don't go and pick a guy's profile online number one and then even after we have matched if i approve his profile and he's in my queue i don't 
reach out and say, hi, I make him, I just sit and wait, wait. And then he will be the one who reaches out and initiates contact first. I will say that I did that exact same approach on Facebook dating. And I have so many men in the queue that I was just waiting to message me. Okay. If they don't message you, then they weren't interested. And you know what? It's, it wasn't meant to be. Fair I point. do have, you know what? My response ratio of guys who don't message me, th- about 30% of the guys don't message at all. Okay. So that's fine. And it's not something that you take personally or that keeps nope. you up at night? Nope. So we're different in that regard too. No. I, he either like found somebody else interesting or he like decided that my profile wasn't as interesting to him as he thought it was originally, which is totally fine. He's missing out or, or he died or he died, <laughs> or he lost interest or he's ADD or whatever, whatever the reason is. I don't, want, okay. I don't want him. Yes. Good point. So he has to initiate contact first and then throughout the entire communication chain, he's gotta be communicating and initiating all the communications. Like in the morning, I never say, good morning, what's going on? I always wait for him. And I don't think I would talk to anyone. That is not true. Just try it. In the, <sighs> and and if, if we have a date set up, like let's say we have a date set up for today. Yes. I would not reach out and be like, hey, just confirming our date for today. No. So I, I wasn't that he desperate. Needs, he needs to confirm the date. Because he wants to get it confirmed too, right? So I knew that we were hanging out today. I told him I was coaching basketball, so I was free Saturday afternoon slash evening. Yeah. He said, let's plan on it. I said, okay. okay but why did, you, why did you reach out this morning? Because I really like to have my dance card full. And I didn't know if I should, frankly, what I sent him was, good morning. What time are you thinking today? I'm trying to plan my Costco trip. Because I really didn't know, am I going to have time after I'm coaching Yeah, to hang out with Anne, record a podcast, take a shower, do my makeup, and make it to a date? Or can I get all my errands run? Because I try to run my errands and do Costco when I don't have the kids so yes, that they can get too. all my attention. So I was trying to figure out, can I get my Costco trip in? Or do I have to plan that for Sunday? Because Sunday I'm also having coffee with a friend. I want to make sure that I listen to church and I'm still going to go to the gym. Okay. So I was trying to figure out, am I... Going to the gym after basketball, after seeing Anne, am I going on a date? How do I set up my day? Is there any way you can plan your weekend without getting the confirmation first? Yes, you can do that. Yeah. It's more inconvenient. Yeah. Yeah. And frankly, if he confirms too late, you always have the option to say no. That's right. And I guess I was at the point where I'm super excited. I think the messages have been good so far that I didn't want this one to get away because of poor planning. But you're saying that's not on me. That's no, on him. It, it is on him. And do you want to end up with a guy who's a poor planner? Well, I'm great at planning, so I can plan for the both of us. <laughs> okay, no, fine. You, I get the point. You're right. You're right. So I am going to sit back I'm and wait. I'm great at planning too, but I don't want to be family planner. Interesting. I do because I want to be in charge. I know you do. And my calendar is so organized. I'm really good at it. Me too. But you don't want to do it. I don't want, I don't want to be the only one who's great at it. I want him to be great at planning as well. I like that you have such high expectations. Good. So I'm going to take a page out of your book. How about between now and the next time we record a podcast, I sit back and see who reaches out to me. That would be amazing. And we could do a little informal experiment to see how that works. I think I'm going to have a very lonely, dateless few weeks, (laughs) but I look forward to finding out. It was awesome talking to you. So good to talk to you. That's it for episode three.